Eagles Entertainment. Welcome, Eagles everywhere, to the Eagles Insider Podcast, presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro with you. I'm here at the Novacare Complex, and we're getting closer, closer. Can you feel it? The regular season starts on Sunday in Atlanta. One o'clock kickoff against the Falcons, a team that is coming into this game very similar to the Eagles. New coach, new expectations, a lot of new players, hot shot first-round draft pick in Kyle Pitts. So um, a big one for both teams to kind of set the tone for this regular season. And with that in mind, we are here today to break it down just a little bit. We'll talk to a couple of key Eagles, running back Boston Scott and linebacker Eric Wilson. Scott's going to talk about the blitz that the Eagles are anticipating from the Falcons' defense. And Wilson will talk about the weapons that Atlanta has, including the number four pick overall in the 2021 draft. A tight end who's really kind of, well, he's really a wide receiver, seems like, right? Kind of crazy, because this guy, Kyle Pitts, is unlike anything the NFL's seen, at least to this point. And we're also going to go deep into the focus on the Falcons with Scott Bear from AtlantaFalcons.com. First, though, I want to just catch, get you caught up on everything that's happened with Eagles this week. Uh, injury report is light. Rodney McLeod hasn't practiced full all week. Very much a question mark for Sunday. The official word will come on Friday with his status. But if he can't go, Marcus Epps will be ready to step in. Otherwise, Eagles in pretty, pretty good shape here. Offensive line healthy. They get Ryan Kerrigan on the field. We'll see what he's got after not playing in the preseason and taking very few reps in training camp. Eagles need to rush the quarterback. Ryan Kerrigan, the last decade, has been one of the very best in the NFL at that. Uh, But let's go into kind of what has happened here in the last few days. And the question is, expectations for the Philadelphia Eagles. What are they? Well, um, let's hear from a couple of Eagles. Jalen Hurts talking about that. He was asked directly about that on Wednesday, what to expect from this football team. I think we've um, we've put a lot of hard work in um, to this point. We've had preseason, we have offseason. We had a lot of time to put the work in and prepare uh, for this moment in this year. So we're definitely looking ready. We're definitely uh, looking forward to it, and we want to take advantage of the opportunity we have. We're a team that's not going to worry about external factors as we go through this journey. Um, There's going to be highs and lows, but we want to go out there and play our, our brand of football. We want to play to the standard that we've set for ourselves this year. Center Jason Kelsey also asked the question, and while not getting into wins and losses, you know players, coaches, nobody does that around here. You just don't do it. He was more about the effort, the intensity, and the purpose the Philadelphia Eagles will have in 2021. What fans should expect is a team that's going to go out there, fight for everything they have, and and lay it all on the line. I mean, that's really the number one thing that you want out of any team, especially in this city. Um, so I think that, uh, you know, we're going to be tough, physical, hard-nosed, play football the right way. And, um, you know, let, uh, you know, the games come back to ultimately our coaching and ultimately what we've just been installing for the last six months, which is, you know, the, the entire offense, all the fundamentals, all the technique and all that stuff. So, um, you know, that's what I expect. And I think as long as we do that, the win columns will take care of themselves. 
We do think that the defensive line is going to lead the way for Jonathan Gannon's crew. And that's something that Brandon Graham talks about in length. The D-line, really both lines, so key to the Eagles having success this season. I feel like every week is an opportunity, uh, especially up front, because it starts with us. Um, But we got to make sure that we go out there and prove it. And so I think for me and what I'm trying to do is make sure that we are ready uh, in in the best shape we can because it's the first game. You know they're going to come out fast. They're going to try to wear us down. Uh, Just make sure that you just do your job the best you can and and make sure that whatever gadgets or whatever they're doing, uh, that you don't get tricked by it um, and just go out there and play your game. But I'm not – I, I know this is the NFL, man, and, you know, what looks good on film against other people, that ain't you. you. So you don't know how it's going to be when they come line up against you. So I think uh, I never take nobody for granted. Oh, we talk about that every year. We we the, one, we the engine that run this team, uh, O-line, D-line. And how we play up front, that's how, that's how this team is going to go because uh, you want to have a running game. You want to be able to stop the run. And it's going to start with how you knock back uh, your knockback on both sides of the ball. If you're knocking them off the ball, I mean, you're going to average about three to three to five, you know what I'm saying, every time. But um, if we the ones up front knocking them back on defense, uh, it's going to be a lot of TFLs. And so I think that uh, it's all about us just playing as a cohesive unit, uh, getting off at the same time, using our hands, technique, and just getting to the ball, just having that want to to get to the ball. So it does start with us every time. Uh, and – we always talk about it, but yeah, man, uh, we 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 put that on our shoulders to make sure that um, that don't go unnoticed every year. Uh, every year, we need the D line and O line to be able to be the sparks of the team. One of the themes here, it's an interesting one. Um, both coaches are new. Arthur Smith in Atlanta was with Tennessee. Once upon a time, coach with Jonathan Gannon. Eight years ago, they were roommates. He's now the head coach. In Atlanta, of course, Nick Sirianni, the head coach of the Eagles, both of them making their debuts as NFL head coaches. And that is something that Kelsey talked about, just how much both teams were hiding in the preseason. Yeah, I'm sure both teams have been hiding things all preseason. You're you're getting a lot of their base stuff, but they're going to uh, – everybody's hiding the, the, the stuff that they're really excited to run during the season. So, um, you know, whenever you're – Playing a game with a with a coach who's you know we're going into his first one, you're always um, you know anticipating. You're kind of a little bit of unknown how it's going to go, how, how the the flow of the game's going to go, how it's going to get called, all that stuff. And um, you know, I thought Nick did a great job in the preseason. I thought he did a great job in the joint practices. Uh, so I expect that to continue. And um, you know, when you're a new coach, you're everybody's still trying to figure you out. You know, I still remember Chip Kelly when we were out there and we put up you know. 50-some points, I think, against Washington in his debut. and Had over 50-some plays in the first half run with that tempo. So, um, you know, obviously a little bit different offense now. But, uh, you know, I'm excited to actually go out there and do this for the first time with Nick and with this team. And finally here, as we catch up on the week that was, or the week that has been, Hertz is one of the team captains voted on by his teammates, and that is an honor that Hertz does not take lightly at all. It means the world. It means the world. Um, it's a tremendous honor. Um, I obviously seeing the guys before me that have been captain. Um, growing up as a kid, you see captains, and you know you, you see the C on the chest, and, and you see all of those things, and it, and it exemplifies um, more than that. Um, it, it exemplifies the, the hard work that goes into it. The 
the relationships you build with your teammates, uh, a whole bunch. So uh, for for everybody to uh, grant me that and, and allow me to lead and do those things, I'm I'm excited and I don't I don't take it lightly. We're going to hear from Arthur Smith, the head coach of the Falcons, in just a moment. We'll also hear from Scott Bear from AtlantaFalcons.com as they give us more insight on this Falcons team, 4-12 and a year ago. But let's now get into the locker room and talk to some Eagles players. First up, running back Boston Scott coming off a terrific preseason. He's ready for everything that defensive coordinator Dean Pease and the Atlanta defense will throw the Eagles' way, or rather, blitz the Eagles' way on Sunday. Boston Scott, uh, another year is here. I, I wonder, um, do you reflect at all this time of the year, thinking back uh, the journey that you've taken to get to this point? Is, this, is there at any point in your pre, you know, days before the game, uh, a nostalgic look at how you arrived and made it and intend to stay for a very long time in the NFL? You know, I, I think, you know, I think it's important to reflect, you know, every once in a while, um, you know, but really just like everybody in this building, you know, I've been just focused on the task at hand, you know what I mean? Just taking it week by week, um, trying to remain in the present as much as I can, you know what I mean? And, you know, of course I, I've, I've reflected on, you know, the, the journey up to this point and, you know, all the things that, you know, it's been a blessing to be able to accomplish and everything like that. But, you know, each year is a new year. You know what I mean? And I feel one of the things that I've been learning, too, is, you know, you can reflect, but don't let that make you complacent, you know? And that's that's the nature of my mindset. And, you know, uh, I've just been approaching each day the same, you know, remaining in the present, working as hard as I can, um, just looking to prove myself each year, you know? So that's, that's pretty much been my mantra, pretty much been uh, my mindset. Also, I want to get into the the team and the mindset, but but I do have this question. Maybe you think it's a silly one, but I I wonder, you you had the huge preseason and the great game against the Jets to finish it all off. At this point in your career, did you have any butterflies at all for that final cutdown date, just thinking back to what it was like earlier in your career? Every year, man. Every year. That feeling has not changed whatsoever, you know, because – like, I know, I know the nature of the business. I know that uh, that door is a revolving door. You know, and each year they're looking for somebody to replace you. They're looking for somebody that's better than you. You know, that's just the nature of the business. And so that's kind of why I alluded to that mindset of remaining in the present and, you know, seeking to prove myself each year. You know, each year I, I consider it as, like, I'm starting from ground zero. What I did last year does not mean anything. You know what I mean? And so that's that's just the way that I approach it. Um, so every rep that I take on the field at practice, uh, in a preseason game, I don't care what year I'm in, it don't, it don't matter. I'm going out there and it's going to be like my last rep that I'll ever get the opportunity, uh, to play because every, every rep is a blessing. And so that's just the way that I look at it. I love that mindset. I, I would hope everybody has that mindset because it certainly can end very quickly. Uh, how is the, how is the mindset of the football team? How would you describe kind of just collectively what everybody's thinking? What are the meetings like? What kind of energy are you feeling? Mm, I just I feel just hunger. You know what I mean? They, they say, you know, we have uh, some quotes around here, and uh, one of the things that Coach Stout talks about a lot is hungry dogs run faster. You know what I mean? And just the energy that we bring each day, you know, everybody's committed to excellence. You know, the fundamentals, the details, you know, and – 
I see a lot, a lot, a lot of individually uh, motivated guys, man. And whenever you come together as a unit and you have a bunch of guys that are motivated intrinsically, it, there's some really cool things that can happen. And so, you know, each day, starting from the very top with uh, Coach Nick, and then it, it flows all the way throughout the organization, the staff, into the players, and you feel it. So, you know, we're just looking to be a passionate, high energy, but also fundamentally sound football team because um, we, we know the talent's there, you know, and I'm, I'm excited about what that's going to look like. For you, Boston, do you pay attention at all to what the outside world is saying about the Eagles? Uh, I don't really care. <laughs> you know, there's, there's some times where, you know, you, you, some stuff is unavoidable where, you know, you get mentioned in this, you get mentioned in that. And I honestly love it. You know, I love it whenever people count, count me out, you know, count us out whatever it may be, you know, that, that's just extra motivation for, for me, for us, you know what I mean? Um, but I, I take that as motivation. Uh, but really, at the end of the day, you know, we're, we're fighting here for each other. You know, we're not necessarily fighting to prove people wrong or prove people. They can, they can sleep all they want to. But, you know, what I feel like is a stronger bond in that is, you know, being able to play for the man next to you, not wanting to let the man next to you down. And that's kind of the, that's kind of the mindset that we have, and that's how we come in. Austin, do you feel like you have an idea about the offense? And I mean, we didn't see much in the preseason. I know from a scheme standpoint, like do you, do you have a sense of how good this this group can be? Very good, very good. We have, like I said, the talent. The talent is without a doubt there. You know what I mean? But what we got to focus on is just being detail oriented and resorting to the fundamentals. You know, in high pressure situations, and you know, it's not going. Ah, talent's there. It's it's very exciting to see. What is the challenge on Sunday? You've studied the Falcons all week here. They do mm-hmm. bring a lot of pressure. You know, their they coordinator do. likes to bring it from everywhere. Is that what you're seeing? I mean, is that what you're expecting? Yeah, I'm definitely expecting that, especially with, you know, them not necessarily knowing what we may bring. You know, there's, there's there might be some pressure. There might be, you know, they get they get pretty exotic with it, too. There's a lot of different fronts. There's a lot of different things that are going on. So, we expect, you know, we expect pressure. So we, you know, we have a great plan. Um, Coach Stout, Coach Jamal, you know, all the offensive staff, uh, they did a great job, are doing a good job this week of just preparing us for uh, whatever may come. And, you know, it's just our job to go out there and execute. When you line up, Austin, what are you looking at? I mean, if you think blitzes are going to come potentially from the corner, from the linebackers, from the safeties, I mean, what is your responsibility, or does it change all the time? It, it, it's it's a ever changing theme, just because of how many you know what you can see. It, it changes each play. You know, you never get the same defense every time. You know, I can't really can't really show our hand, but you know, uh, we know what our responsibility is. Um, you know, just based on what the defense gives us. And Boston, last one for you: um, individual goals. Do you, I, know, I know team goals are, are obviously first, but do you do you write down a list, or do you make a mental list of individual goals you have for the season? You know, I really what I'm worried about is helping out my teammates, contributing in whatever way I can. You know, I'm not necessarily worried about what I what I do individually. Um, 
you know, I, I get that out of my system. Like at the beginning, at the very beginning of the off season, like, like we talked about, you know, I reflect on the things that I did well, you know, I set goals for myself, you know, individually that I want to see happen. But, you know, as we move into training camp and things like that, I, I'm not really worried about, you know, what happens with me. I'm just, you know, I want to, I want to win, you know, and whatever that looks like, you know, that's what I'm willing to do. Will you sleep on Saturday night? Will it be a, a great night of sleep for you? It's going to be tough. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm drinking some dream water. <laughs> I like that. Hey, Boston, good luck on Sunday. Thanks so much. Appreciate you, dog. Eric Wilson makes his Eagles debut on Sunday. Very fine preseason training camp for him. One of the team leaders here really has assimilated well to the defense, to the community. Really going to like seeing him play. I just feel like he's in for a big season. Well, certainly he is part of the big responsibility that the Eagles have working against Kyle Pitts, the four number four pick overall in the 2021 draft. He's six feet six, six seven maybe, runs great, explosive after he catches the football. He's the real deal. At least the Eagles are treating him that way. Here's one-on-one with Eagles linebacker Eric Wilson. Eric, I wondered, um, you know, your first game with your new team, What's been running through your mind this week, if anything, other than what the Atlanta Falcons are all about? Yeah, I think, um, you know, with that, making sure that we're all on the same page, you know, the way that we approach practice, the way that we, you know, handle our ourselves in the film room, making sure we're all on the same page and, and playing together. Do you do you think at all about kind of the, the way things have gone in the offseason? I mean, is it, do you, are you nostalgic at all and, and like, looking at this as a, a, a new beginning kind of moment for Eric Wilson? Um, it's definitely a new beginning, and I think I've had a, a lot of great experiences with my teammates and, you know, with my entire family here. And I think um, it's really gay. It's really great, the the culture that we have here and, you know, what we stand for on defense. And that's um, flying around, playing smart, doing your job, and, and being there um, for your teammates. Eric, how has it gone, do you think, just collectively with Jonathan Gannon teaching you guys the new defense? I'm just everybody absorbing it, everybody kind of getting on the same page. What's that been like for you? Are you pleased with where everybody is? Yeah, I'm very pleased. I think it's it's been a great transition for everybody because the coaching staff is very transparent and communicative and on why we're doing things, how we're going to do them, um, what's expected of us, and and therefore go on the practice field and, and on the game field and, you know, we execute. And that's what I spoke about, um, just making sure we're on the same page. And because I think it's very important to be transparent in what we're doing because um, we know the whys, we know the hows, and then it's just a matter of going out there and doing it. So what do you expect from Atlanta? I mean, there's so much mystery there. Arthur Smith, they ran the ball like crazy in Tennessee, yet here they've got, all these receivers and the tight end and the veteran quarterback. I mean, what do you expect on Sunday? Yeah, first game of the year can always be a little, um, you know, filled with question marks, uh, new coaching staff, um, maybe some new guys in the team. And and so with that, I think it's just uh, very important to make sure that um, we're doing what, you know, we're doing the right way and making sure we're on the same page, making sure we're supposed to be uh, what we're supposed to be in, in doing our job and, and, at that point, just playing ball. And then after, um, you know, some series, then you'll get a, a sense of, you know, what they're trying to do, how they, um, you know, are, are attacking uh, the field with this new offense. And, you know, you'll get a, 
uh, hand of things. Everything you say, Eric, is about us being on the same page. So it sounds to me like it's really more about the Philadelphia Eagles executing the defense than it is kind of worrying about what the Atlanta Falcons bring to the table. Is that an accurate read? Yeah, 100%. It's all about us, Um, you know, regardless of who we're playing, regardless of where we're playing. Um, we have to play together, and that's very important in defense. We have to play together, and yeah. Okay, so tell me a little bit about what you've seen from Kyle Pitts. Everybody's talking about him, this, this new version tight end. What have you seen from his college days, and what have you seen from preseason? Yeah, he's an athletic tight end for sure. Um, you know, how they're going to use him exactly, we don't know, but you know you have to prepare um for, for anything, like I said, the first game, um, some new some new pieces uh, for their team. So you have to be prepared um, to guard, you know, in any situation, you know, putting him at different spots. Are they going to put him at receiver? Is he going to just be kind of, a, you know, typical tight end and just, you know, in the three-point stance? Um, we don't know, but I think it's great to know that, you know, we have some great tight ends on our team that prepare us very well for, for anything that, that could happen. Eric, what do you think about you? Do you have, do you have expectations for yourself? Do you have do you have a very specific kind of personal expectations for yourself? Uh, yeah, my personal expectations of myself is to you know just do my job, fly around to the ball, get the ball, play with a lot of intensity, play with a lot of violence, and you know really do my part for myself and for my teammates. Eric, you um, are you a butterflies guy before the game, first game of the year? A butterflies guy? Oh, oh no. I uh, you know it's funny. I used to like my first couple years in the league. I think um, you know I was kind of a butterfly guy, but now I don't really get butterflies now. I think that um, for myself, the more prepared I am, the less butterflies that I get, and so I think that's really great. When you're prepared, you you should be confident in the way you go out there, and, and you know I've we practiced so many different situations. We prepared very well. So um, instead of butterflies, you know, I'm, I'm very confident. I like that. So proper, what is it? Proper preparation prevents poor performance. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess so, proper preparation instills confidence. There we go. I like that. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, listen, man, I mean, I really, I, I, I think everybody's, everybody's so much looking forward to this. Steve, are you, are you just as curious, obviously, as everybody else about what this defense is, is going to be all about? I mean, everybody's so excited to see how all the new pieces fit in, how JG's scheme works with everything. You obviously must be very curious yourself. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to go out there, you know, in live action in a, in a real, um, you know, game and go out there and, and do what we've been practicing, go out there and really, you know, showcase uh, ourselves and our talents. Eric, thank you so much for your time. Good luck on Sunday. Thank you. Go Birds. Now, Arthur Smith has some things to think about as well. I had a chance to ask him a couple of questions when he met the media, the Philadelphia media, on Thursday. And this is what Smith and I talked about. Hey, Coach, uh, just wondering your thoughts on Jalen Hurts and his dual threat ability and what a challenge that is for a defense. Yeah, we've got a ton of respect for Jalen Hurts. Um, you know, everywhere that Jalen's been, he's won and won games at, at 
at a high level. Um, he's got a really strong arm. He's tough as hell. Uh, we know he can push the ball down the field and certainly can extend plays, but he, he's got a live arm, and we got a, we got a hell of a challenge. One of the themes this week up here has been the idea that Nick Sirianni is a new head coach, you're a new head coach, and there's going to be an element of mystery in this game. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, there's always a little bit of an element of mystery on week one, even if you're an established staff. You know, people, you know, most staffs have been around. You know, you self-scout all offseason. There may be some schemes you may add. And usually people, unless they're trying to get some kind of Instagram highlight in the preseason, they're usually saving that for week one. So, um, you know, that would be the same. Obviously, with Nick and that staff, I'm, you know, I'm pretty familiar with a lot of those guys. They're very familiar with me, at least personality-wise. Now, we're both in new spots, new personnel. Um, but I know this. I know this. Philly will be ready to go because Nick's a hell of a football coach, and they'll play fundamentally sound, and we have a work cut out for us. And finally, on this Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group, let's take our first look, a really deep look at the Atlanta Falcons with Scott Bear, AtlantaFalcons.com. Okay, Scott, a very similar situation. The Eagles with a new head coach, with a flashy new rookie pass catcher. The Falcons with a new head coach, with a flashy new pass catcher. Um, Tell me a little bit about what you've seen from the Falcons this summer and Kind of what you expect. Let's start with the offensive side of the ball on Sunday. Yeah, the, on the offensive side, it's weird because for all that new, there's still a lot of flash and there's a lot of things that uh, you know about the Atlanta Falcons offense that's been tried and true for a long time. That Matt Ryan's going to throw for more more than four thousand yards. He's going to move the ball downfield and he's going to be the the type of stable professional that he's been for a long time. Now there's a now, there's a faction of people out here in the ATL who think, oh, he's washed. They should have drafted Justin Fields, X, Y, and Z, right? But I've watched every single practice uh, of this training camp, and yes, he hasn't played in the preseason, but there's no doubt to me that he's still got it, and he's got a, he's got a ton of weapons. You mentioned the rookie pass catcher, Kyle Pitts. They're going to move him all over the planet Earth to find mismatches for him. But Calvin Ridley's really good. Russell Gage is really good. Uh, their big question mark is, can they protect Matt Ryan? Can can that operation up front give their quarterback the time required to move the ball downfield, to be productive, and to score the points necessary to keep them competitive all season? Doesn't it always come down to the offensive line? I mean, everybody in the league talks about this yeah. great weapon and that great weapon and I know that Josh Andrews is not going to play in this game um, starting guard. How much of a loss do you feel that will be on Sunday? Because from the Eagles' standpoint, you know, the defensive line is really what they're kind of building around on that side of the ball. Yeah, uh, it's it's going to be a very interesting matchup between those two lines. And you are right. It always comes down to the offensive line. But this one, I think, in particular – that statement really rings true because if you look at last year, they gave up more than 40 sacks. And as we all know, for as much of a storyline as it was that, that they're trying to work on Matt Ryan's speed, the old hashtag Matty Wheels, uh, he's not exactly Lamar Jackson out, uh, out there or even Jalen Hurts. And nonetheless, they need to protect him 
And Josh Andrews had an opportunity to solidify that left guard spot, never took advantage of it, even before he got hurt. And now enter third-round draft pick Jalen Mayfield, who has moved around the offensive line during the course of training camp and hasn't really been able to find a home. He's a career right tackle at the University of Michigan. And actually, head coach Arthur Smith was asked about Jalen Mayfield going up against the Eagles defensive line, specifically the all-world interior defensive lineman Fletcher Cox. And Arthur Smith said, Everybody has to get baptized sometime, and it looks like Jalen Mayfield is going to get baptized uh, right there in week one. Yeah, that's going to be quite a matchup. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about Kyle Pitts uh, because you do say they move him around. It's certainly, I mean, I know everybody in the league loves Kyle, super highly regarded. Is he a tight end in a wide receiver's body or a wide receiver in a tight end's body? That's a great, uh, you know what, it's, it's hard to, say exactly where he belongs which is why they call him the uh, unicorn there's gonna be times where he's gonna line up at h-back and then move in motion somewhere else and i really think that his strength and wingspan that uh, does allow him to block when he needs to so i think he's a wide receiver in a tight end body and you know how we've seen that modern transformation of the the interior linebacker you know like those guys used to be 250 pounds with the neck roll and the face mask right up to their eyes and now they're and now they look like safeties right well tight ends are kind of going under the same type of transformation that uh, they're getting a little leaner a little faster and Kyle Pitts is the modern tight end he's got a wingspan of 84 inches he's six foot six he runs like a gazelle and uh, he has a nose for for creating separation it's weird because the Falcons have been trying to push back some on all the high expectations that everybody thinks this guy's going to come out and be a world beater. He's going to come out and be a, a, a first team all pro as a rookie. Those are the types of expectations that they have for him around here and fantasy owners nationwide are hoping the exact same thing. Uh, I don't want to dive into all that, but I will say this kid is the real deal and call him a kid is unfair the man is a real deal uh he can play whether he's great in week one i don't know but i have extreme confidence that he's going to be great in this league for a long time if he stays healthy scott one more thing on the offensive side of the ball it's interesting because both both teams with these new coaches you know there's certainly an air of mystery about what Arthur Smith is going to run, what Dean Pease is going to run, what the Eagles are going to run, because nobody shows anything in the preseason anymore. Arthur is someone who comes from Tennessee. They run the football extremely effectively. They rely on it. They build their offense around it. Do you have any sense at all? Is this Atlanta offense, and you mentioned earlier that Matt Ryan will throw for 4,000 yards, And but what about the run game? How, how much of a, of a, you know, kind of a, definition of an offense will the run game have how much of a personality will this offense have building around the run game yeah i think it's vital for what arthur smith likes to do but i would caution anybody against assuming that if they've watched enough tennessee titans tape that they're going to understand what the falcons are going to do uh i i think arthur smith has been very committed to trying to building to try to build his offense and his scheme around the talent that he has as opposed to uh, trying to assume that what works in Tennessee is going to work in Atlanta because 
we talked about unicorn Kyle Pitts, right? How many guys are like exactly like Derrick Henry, uh, the modern version of Earl Campbell and maybe a little faster. And But nonetheless, uh, when you look at this run game, you think it's got to get going. It's got to be a part of what they do and an integral part of what they do. And there's a lot of question marks. I think it's fair to, to wonder how this unit is going to go. And sure, it all comes down to the offensive line. But I think that we also wonder that Mike Davis is the feature back here. He's been a fan favorite He's from this area. He's also never really been a tried and true number one feature back in his uh, career. He's had, he's had opportunities to be the primary uh, runner in Seattle when Chris Carson got hurt and last year when Christian McCaffrey went down. And he's a good tackle breaker. You wonder how he's going to do over the course of, I don't know, 175 carries, right? Or maybe when he hits his 27th or 30th carry, to, because to your point, uh, if all goes well, the Falcons are going to run the football. And he, even owner Arthur Blank had, had, had really said that when the Falcons were raging, when they were heading to the Super Bowl and winning division titles, for as much as Matt Ryan can air it out and work the ball downfield and Roddy White and Julio Jones, right? That uh, those offenses, the bedrock of those Kyle Shanahan offenses, uh, when they were really hot, uh, it was running the football. They were a top five, top seven, top ten run game, and they got to get back to that. Uh, can they? Major question mark. Scott, on the defensive side of the ball, we know that Dean Pease has a great history and that he wants to blitz, as he says, every position. So, I guess the Eagles are going to see a lot of blitzes on Sunday. Is that kind of a game plan from Dean Pease? I couldn't believe it. In the first preseason game against the Titans, they brought like a middle linebacker on a blitz. And then the next play, they brought like a slot corner on a blitz. And I'm like, wait a minute, aren't you supposed to be keeping all these things uh, close to the vest and not be putting uh, things out in the preseason? And then I sort of thought, oh, yeah, that is – Dean P's version of vanilla, right? That uh, it's it's going to come from everywhere, and everything that uh, that you hear about his reputation is accurate. And every time he goes to a podium, of which it hasn't been a lot of times, but you just sit there and you watch him, watch his teams operate during practice, and then you listen to his press conferences. And I'm like, I'm just writing notes as fast as I possibly can. This guy's got more defensive knowledge than I can ever shove in my brain over the course of my entire life. And he just gets it. And he teaches defense in a way that's fun. And I'm not going to nerd out and get it super into X's and O's. Because uh, sometimes fans are like, what are you doing, bro? Like, Let's not go down that path. But nonetheless, this guy teaches what he calls concepts over positions. And the reason why he does that, the reason why he wants uh, every defensive lineman to, to, to know as many defensive line spots as humanly possible, that uh, that uh, interior linebacker, sometimes you'll, you'll, you'll see an outside linebacker drop into coverage. The reason why he, he wants everybody to know all these concepts is because he's going to blitz somebody and somebody's going to have to cover for that open space, right? That it's coming literally from everywhere. And that's going to be an important part of a Falcons defense that is in rebuild mode or at least retool mode or whatever re you want to put in front of it, right? That that they have some overhaul to do after last year. They, they won a lot in the pass rush, but didn't take many people down. And they had the worst pass defense in the league and in a passing league that's not great so they have a lot of uh, they did a lot of talent reshuffling but as we all know they have salary cap issues so you have to 
uh, plug and play with some mid-level veterans and try to draft some guys. And that's what they're doing. Uh, but D and I hate to overemphasize what coaching can do because the players got to go execute. Right. But I truly believe that Dean Pease can make this defense better than the sum of its parts. That's basically the highest compliment that I can give a coordinator. Uh, I think Dean Pease uh, is on that level. Scott, it's everything you've said here for the last 11 minutes. It's so much like what the Eagles are going through. We call it transitioning new coaching staff. We got a new quarterback starting the this season for the first time. I mean, Sunday, I guess, I'm looking forward to seeing what the Eagles are all about, and I'm sure you feel the same way about Atlanta. Yeah, and right, it's it's normally that whole week one mystery, as you brought up earlier, but there is a certain mystery about both of these teams, right? That, that that's what makes the week one chess match so intriguing is you don't know exactly what's going to come about from a coaching perspective. Uh, I think the Falcons are curious exactly how Jalen Hurts is going to look, right? And and how all these new pieces are going to fit in there. That's why you're right. It's it's going to be fascinating and um, to to see how these teams prepared and how these teams uh, prepared for the other team, not knowing very much. This is good, you know, it's always a game of adjustments, right? But I think never more so in a, in a situation like this, we have so much to do. So much mystery, so much intrigue around both teams. Uh, I, it's going to be very interesting to see how this one plays out. Uh, and I really have no idea. And that's what's fun about football, right? You walk in, you kick off, and then you wait there for three hours, and you're like, here we go. Let's see what happens. And that will do it for this Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. We're coming your way after the game on Sunday. It's the Eagles and the Falcons. Hey, make sure you're with us on PhiladelphiaEagles.com our official team app, and our social media channels beginning at 12.15. It's the kickoff show presented by Exalta. And then we've got the post-game show presented by Rico right after the game. You do not want to go anywhere else. Of course, you're going to watch the game or listen to it or do both. But before and after, make sure you're with us. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. If you have a moment to give us a little review, we love those five stars. It certainly helps. Many thanks to Peter Kelly to Julia McLaughlin, to Ray Doyle for their work on the podcast. And thanks to all of you for joining each and every episode. I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadaro. Thanks for joining, everyone. Have yourselves a great Eagles day. And as always, fly, Eagles, fly. The regular season is here. E-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles! The Philadelphia Eagles and New Era introduced the Fly Collection, an elevated, boldly branded apparel capsule with streetwear appeal that's different from your standard Eagles fan gear. The collection sees bold new graphic expressions of the Eagles brand on apparel essentials like hoodies, t-shirts, jackets, and headwear. The designs are kept simple, mixing fresh, modern branding alongside bold punches of color, available exclusively at all Philadelphia Eagles Pro Shop locations and the team's official online store. Learn more and view the entire capsule at philadelphiaeagles.com slash fly.